Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. Okay, our intrepid party of adventurers, brackets unnamed, are taking a breather having had a close encounter with some ballistae that they did not find enjoyable. After which I expect they're going to continue walking down, well, walking up, actually, a very long, very monotonous dwarven tunnel road towards the ancient dwarven city of Browelgrin, which is now abandoned, having been um, destroyed by the drow during the big war a hundred years ago, slash saw they were going to be destroyed and marched out into the surface lands to die gloriously in battle instead. Um, you are a few days now from Browagrin, and you are walking up a very long road where you have started to find traps. How would you like to proceed? With caution. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not. how you survived to get your degree in wizardry. Okay, you take a breather because there were bliss day and it was it was the wrong kind of exciting um and you continue on uh could someone as per usual roll me that perception check for being in front and or seeing in the dark i mean as per usual only one of us can see in the dark so like it's true was... it, it's it's like a thing you've got going on where only actually real can be responsible for not your sudden deaths yeah i mean notionally we could have the lights out but you could, hand... but real dancing lights are a cantrip, and I feel like all of you are more comfortable being able to see where, where to put your feet. If you wish to travel in the pitch black, you are free to do so because it makes no difference to real. But do let me know. I mean, I can have a light on my shield. No, I think I think we are relying on real to kind of go ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And um... besides, real likes being able to see things in color. Dark vision is is only black and white, unfortunately. It is true. It's a fact. Unless they have a, the, like, pigeon sight, they see all kinds of crazy colours. And the, uh, book anyways. Does, the, the book does say you see in black and white in, um, in your dark vision, same as anyone else. Yeah. You just see further. Um, so that's a dirty 20. Okay. You... It's hard to put your finger on what you've seen, but there is something not right about the road surface in front of you. You it's stop... smoothed out. Right, it's not the same. Uh, it's it's or the... it's, yeah, it, or maybe it's the wrong colour, or there's just a patch mm. that doesn't look right to you, and it, it's quite a large patch. Like it, 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 it stretches the full width of the road and a, a, a good, a good distance on, like probably thirty feet on. Uh, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold up a hand so everybody stops, and I'm gonna just like pick up a, you know, a rock that's somewhere on the ground and just sort of. Tuck it gently into that patch. Um, I don't know what this is, but it's 
different. I don't think it's good. So you you pick up a, a stone. It's only a small stone. There's no like big chunks of of rock because this isn't a a properly laid road. But there's always some gravel that's been mm -hmm. broken up or or you know left as debris. So you can you can find a bit of gravel and chuck it in, and it kind of falls straight through the floor. Oh, that's not good. Hmm. An illusion? Uh, I think so. I think it's a pit. That's the, that uh, bit of, of gravel I had wasn't, like, heavy enough that I can hear it if it hits something. Was it, Ben? No, it was just a little... All right. Little thing. I mean, you, you do hear a landing noise, but um, there's not, like, seconds of difference between what you hear and what you see, so... Mm. You you hear enough of a noise to be to to think that it didn't fall hundreds of feet or anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, this rail sort of points out the you know the closest edge mm. of this mystery floor pit area. Uh. Well, this is we can't cross it. It's it's an illusion. And he just like bends down and sticks his hand you know, through yeah. the floor. Which goes straight through and you can feel like the smooth stone edge of, of where the floor stops and the hole begins. Um, anyone who likes uh, may roll um, an intelligence check, save, one of those. I guess a save, in fact. Ah, uh, of course. If you're within 10 feet of me, you get plus three to save. Oh, that's not going to help when I rolled a, th when I rolled a two. Yeah, not going to mm. help on my four either. Look, I'm wise, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16 for me. And Rill. Oh, I thought I'd already... Um, no, I... you, you spotted that there's something. Um, That is a... Oof. Okay, so you, yeah. you, you can see... You can see the same, like, not quite looking right as you could before. Um... Ember and Trick, you're kind of taking it on faith that there's anything to see. Maynard, you tilt your head and squint a bit and get your eyes in just the right focus and manage to see. You can still see the illusory floor, but you can also see through the floor mm -hmm. uh, to confirm that this is a pit. It's about 15 foot deep and it has stone spikes at the bottom. I can, I can just about see through it. It's a spike pit. <laughs> As if we... If it was if we could come across anything good for a change. I mean, let's be fair, it's not like like we've done pretty well at crossing pits so far. Uh, Can we walk around it? Is there space to walk around it? In, it does go out to the walls. Hmm. I mean, it's not actively attacking us. I think it's a point in our favour. Yeah. Can you not can we not just do the levitating thing and, and all that again? How far across is it again? It is 30 feet. Can I jump across it? To test out your new armor? Mm -hmm. So you, you've had the time to attune to it now, and you are pretty sure that it's, that's a, probably about as far as you could get. Like, you can move flying about as fast as you normally can, walking or running, for a few seconds at a time, and you feel like you'd be running out of flight pretty much as you reach the far end. So you're pretty sure you could. Mm. But you haven't tested it yet. 
it would be it would be a fun thing to try i think maybe i'll test it on something easier first till i get the hang of it <laughs> yeah, spike I mean, this, is not uh <laughs> this really does feel like an issue we've solved before yeah just sort of do the same thing right well yes except the uh pun not intended the stakes are a bit higher this time I mean this isn't a this isn't a river of water this is a 15 foot spike pit I don't yeah. know if you've fallen into a river while wearing full armor but I would say about the same <laughs> I ever got into a river in full armor would you look at me and answer that question yourself I don't think you could stand up in full armor you're probably right right Anyway, if you're confident in your magics, you are confident in your magics. Yes. Well then, I trust you. Well, I can fly, and I guess I could make two other people fly, but that would be it. I wouldn't be have any more high. Well, Rill, Rill can levitate us again, right? We can drag ourselves. We can climb along the side of the cavern. That's true. Um... Or we could use okay. Maynard's uh, fancy humble rods. Ah, I don't good idea. I, I don't want a tightrope. Oh, right, to, as a handhold. Yeah, that sounds good. Yes. <laughs> no, no, yeah, <laughs> tightroping over a pit of spikes is mm, not, not my idea of a good time. Okay, then, let's do that. And I would like to do the same sort of trick. I'm going to cast Fly on myself, attaching one end of the immovable rod and chains to one end of the pit mm -hmm. on the wall at chest height, mm -hmm. and fly over the other side and secure the other. Not a problem. Especially because you can see where the other side actually is. Mm -hmm. and, and with use of levitates and such, you, you, you will be able to as with the river, cross this pit. Right. You didn't need those spell slots, did you, Rob? Can I someone just roll one more, one more intelligence check for me? I don't care who, just someone. Okay. That's a nine. You can't think of anything you've forgotten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I retract the... Um chain once everybody's across you you safely reach the other side of a, of a spike pit um and and the road resumes and you continue along it I, I do want you to know that the last thing i wrote underneath the amount of damage it would do if you fell into this pit i have written also you're in a hole <laughs> <laughs> as a consequence of falling into the pit <laughs> so yeah dex 15 this much damage or half on save also you're in a hole yeah, yeah. It's important to note these things. <laughs> Cross that, that trap off the list. Okay, uh, one more perception check from probably real, please. You got it. Oh, that was really bad. Uh, good thing my perception is so high. Uh, it's a 13. Okay. You are proceeding up this road. And you get to a point where rather than running straight, it starts doing switchbacks. So it curves off to the left. And then after two or 300 yards, it turns 
to the right almost completely. So you're running nearly parallel, but uphill again. And it, it does this several times. Like you are climbing the side as if you were climbing the side of a very steep hill, but you're still underground. And as it's doing these switchbacks, you're coming up to a corner, a dogleg corner, like a hairpin bend. And you see, just sitting in the middle of the road, you're, you're, you're about, let's say, 50 feet away when you see it, because you didn't roll very high. You mm -hmm. see a barrel just sitting in the middle of the road, and you peer at it, and you see that painted in large white letters on the side of the barrel, it says, Trap. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Rill makes a noise like he is choking on something between, uh, like, a semi-hysterical laugh, uh, because he is he has been fairly emotionally fragile uh, <laughs> these past couple of days, and uh, he just sort of like beckons behind him, like beckons the rest of the party forward, and just points at it. <laughs> I, well, that that's a bit on the nose, isn't it? Extremely. There's got to be something we're missing here. It absolutely. Yeah, this is. Is it written in common or dwarvish or undercommon? Uh, I don't like those all the mm. way, to be honest. No, neither do I. I think you should roll me a history check for knowledge of mining techniques. All right. I'll do that. Um, I always forget the history is the one I'm not good at. Ah, 19. It's fair, but I feel like in this case, religion would not have been appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty sure that you've heard of, like, blasting powders or something? Like, ways to clear rock underground? That There's definitely, you've heard of non-magical ways of making things go boom. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. I have, I've had a thought. Oh, could we say perhaps that, you know... I may have seen evidence of such as we pass through the mines. Yes, you did. You did indeed go through some mines earlier in this journey. So you, you could well have seen some some areas of rock that were not chiseled out. Yeah. Um, don't they use some sort of blasting powder in in mining? I suppose. Is it just possible that what this is, is a big barrel full of that just inviting you to Hit it with a fireball. Probably. Do you think we should maybe just walk past it? Maybe so. I'll tell you what. Why don't you all get get a good distance back, and then I'll walk past it. I'm feeling fresh. Uh, I could use mage hands to sort of feel around the area. Yeah, go for it. Is it thirty feet on mage hand as well? Yes. Yeah. So you're you're already an appropriate distance. And you make your arcane gestures and, and reach forward to the mysterious barrel and start, I guess, gently patting it. And like, the ground around it. And the ground, yeah, just, just all around it. You don't feel anything weird and nothing appears to happen. Seems safe. Right, okay, so just put, put, a, light on, put a light on my shield. Everyone back up away and I'll just walk past it. And see if it tries to kill me. If you're sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And I cast light. Cool. 
Go on, get, get a good ways back. Just in case, I'm going to cast Guidance. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> on on Trek, just in case. So you can add a D4 um, to any ability checks you may have to make. Right. Now, the thing is, you say that, but do you know what that means for the two humans who are trying to retreat with you? Light doesn't require concentration. No, the, um, but, but dancing lights does. That's true. I'll be fine. You're giving off light now, so there's plenty of light. I give off light for 40 feet. I would like you more than 40 feet away. All right, so we'll sit in the dark for a minute. It's okay. We'll be fine. You have torches, I'm sure. That's true, actually. I've got a lantern I've not been using hardly. Right, sort that one, sort that one out. Right. So once everyone is backed up as far as they'll as far as they're gonna back up, I'm just gonna walk past this barrel. Okay. I'm gonna do a little dance. A little past the barrel. Unless that was you looking up the horrors you're about to inflict on me. Are you actually gonna do a little dance as you go past the barrel? Not as I go past, once I'm past the barrel. Once you're past the barrel. Okay. That's a, that's a different statement. I'll get, which... out to a good, I'll get out to a good 10 feet, and I'm going to sort of kick the ground a bit and go, yeah, seems right. I'd say the best thing to do this barrel is not do anything. Unless <laughs> yeah, I'm um... tragically and ironically um, exploded. <laughs> Could you roll me an acrobatics check, please? <laughs> oh, no! I hate rolling acrobatics checks! Hey, oh, I'm no. being nice. I'm being nice. I could have asked for stealth. <laughs> I rolled a five. Oh, I'm not. I'm oh, not no. You have oh, guidance. I got my guidance. I got my guidance. You have got your guidance. I think maybe rolling a d4 is sort of moot. Well, I Do mean, it, it could anyway. be the difference between a <laughs> right. four and a nine. I, I will roll the d4. Thank you for your guidance. I rolled a seven. <laughs> okay. You, um, I'm going to say, because honestly, <laughs> even, even trick, unless they're like actively stamping, is not making that much vibration through rock. Oh. So I'm going to, I'm going to say you, you like, you're striding up confidently and then you get to sort of a few feet where you're like, maybe I should one circle a bit wider around it and two not stamp. <laughs> you, you just walk a little more gently at the point where you're close to the barrel and it does not explode. <laughs> that was mostly a, let's see whether Trick is going to roll a one. <laughs> uh, cool. And, and, you, and Trick rolled a five, which is poor, but not a one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kind of, I, I will trust my gut and just say, I think if we, unless, we, I think unless we, actually hit it with a hammer maybe maybe walk around it i think i think it's fine i think we should just mark this on our mappers ah fuck <laughs> <laughs> i make that intelligence roll again yeah would you like to roll that intelligence roll again? <laughs> actually i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's funny at this point for you to just remember go ahead and remember so we should probably mark this as a just take care it's fine. Hey, do you know what we, uh, you know what we didn't do? What didn't we do? You know that spike trap? You know that spike pit? Hmm? You know how we're supposed to be sort of clearing the way, getting rid of the danger? Hmm. We can, we can find a 
something wood or a ladder or something to lay across it for them on the way back, or tell them to bring one. Yeah. All right. Just, 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 just take a note of it. That's all. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll mark it down on the map. Big spike sure. pit right here. All right. That's all. Your map, which is in no way accurate to the meter over the trap with the big illusion covering it. Oh shit! Yeah, there's that. But you that's fine. Anything, like draw a line on the floor that says "There's a hole." Oh, <laughs> All right, yeah. so we kind of forgot why we were here. It's fine. We can mark it up with chalk when we come back. If we come back this way. If we, if we come, come back, back that way. Which we will. Which we will probably think. I think that's the idea. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. aren't we supposed to be finding maybe an alternative route there? Right, yeah. So either we come back this way and we can mark it on, we can mark it up that way, or we find an, an alternative route and we've got an alternative route. Good point. Remember to be sort of, you know, tapping out on our way back once we get past the trap. Yeah. It's fine. And I will say, to be fair, like, our map, our, our, our you know, mapping of this tunnel can be pretty accurate to within the quarter mile. Um, I, I made you roll at some point really early on for how good your map was, and it wasn't terrible. Um, but it is, I feel like it's more of a, at some point in this like half hour of walking, there's a death pit that it is. We are confident that we are in the 50 yard zone of the death pit. Sure, sure. Just the, um, <laughs> we've got the, um, We've got those rest stops, right? You just have about a quarter mile. That's true, actually. And if you've been counting those oh, no, they... to your map, you can say it was between these two. Yeah. There's a hole in the floor. And like that's like 10, 20 minutes of take your 11-foot pole and sort of run it over the floor in front of you. Like... Yeah. But at some point when you find yourself doing the pole vault, you found the hole. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not stylish, but it works. Just, just be a bit ginger around it, and I think we'll be all right. I think the best thing to do with this is nothing. Could everyone just please roll me a d20 and try not to roll a 1 for sufficient tiptoeing around the barrel? What skills is going off of? I mean, technically, this is going to be an acrobatics check, but given you're only going to die if you roll a 1, it's not going to make any odds what the modifier is. <laughs> it's 11. 13. You're not going to... Guess what just happened? Did you roll no! a one? I did. Uh, <laughs> I would feel bad, but I don't because that is the funniest thing that's happened today. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, just you know, are you taking this one by one, or did you all go as a group? I imagine probably one by one to have some space between us to go slowly. Because if you've ever moved slowly in a line with a bunch of people, it's... It's really, yeah, it's, it's really difficult to move in a clump. Okay. Do we think everyone else is 60 feet away from this barrel? I don't think I was waiting 60 feet away from this barrel. No, probably not. Mm-hmm. Okay. In which probably 10 feet apart gets or something. Dex save. Make a deck save. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Plus three to anyone within 10 feet of me. That ain't me. Mm. That's an eight. Ooh. That's a four. <laughs> Seventeen. Maynard, you're rubbing off on us. Sorry. Um, if I'm within ten feet of Ember, it would be ten. Mm. Sadly, 
even even with the bonus, that's not going to help you. Cool. Because, yeah, no, you are within 10 feet of the barrel, though. So, Trick kind of tiptoed around the barrel. And Emperor and Rill kind of tiptoe around the barrel. And then Maynard, bringing up the rear, is like, is thinking, I weigh as much as a wet piece of string. So I don't need to tiptoe around this barrel because I'm like a butterfly here. I weigh nothing. Um, which is possibly how Maynard coming up, bringing up the rear is a little bit less light. He's maybe a little overconfident. It's why he's the one who trips. It's probably more tripping out of nervousness than overconfidence, to be honest. <laughs> okay, that's right. You're like, there's a barrel. I, it says trap on it. I'm inclined to believe it. I don't, I don't like, and then there's a loose cobblestone and your toe catches and you fall on your front, which does cause enough vibration to make the barrel explode. Now, the good news is we have now cleared this trap. <laughs> yeah, the, the barrel full of something <laughs> like nitroglycerin goes off. Mm-hmm. Before you register a noise, you register a push. Like all of you are flung back away from the barrel, and then you hear the cracking and falling of stone as the, the blast damages the walls of the tunnel that you're in and pushes through into other bits of the switchbacks and generally makes a right mess. Um, so. Trick takes 13 bludgeoning damage uh, minus your um, resistance. Everyone else, because you didn't roll great dodges, rolls 20, uh, takes 26 bludgeoning damage. Oh. Next chance I get a bonus action, I'm just going just gonna to heal up a good chunk of that. When, when the, the falling and thumping of, of stone finishes, you... Take a deep breath and look quickly around yourself. You know, did any, did we wake up any robots? Is anything coming? You don't see any enemies or anything. Uh, you think it was there was just that was the whole trap was an explosive barrel, um, but you may have to do some climbing to get back up onto the next bit of switchbacked road because there's a hole on the level you're in, and you can see through to the level below, like diagonally down, and there's you, there's going to be a bit of a climb to get to the level diagonally above and get back onto the road. Wait, we've been blasted through the floor? No, 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 no. You've just been knocked over. Mm-hmm. There's a big bite taken out of the road on the level you're on. Mm-hmm. And you are... Maynard's probably been shoved to the side of the road and everyone else has been pushed forward like into the hairpin corner. But instead of being able to just walk up the road away from the hairpin corner, there's also a bite taken out of that higher level. So you're going to have to do some climbing. Do I need to draw a terrible diagram? I, I don't really understand. I'm sorry. That's fine. I will draw a terrible diagram. Uh, so did our wizard just take 26 hit points worth of damage? Mm-hmm. Does have 300 yes. worth of diamonds rattling around in his pockets? Because... <laughs> Yeah, you know what? He does have a diamond for just this situation. Yes, but if I'm dead, yeah, I can't use it. it. Well, yeah, is Maynard conscious? Yeah. Okay, good. Just about. Okay. Well, they weren't lying. It was a trap. 
It was a trap. It was just as I thought, actually. To be fair, to be honest, I think we're probably just about deaf right now. Like, well, yeah, yeah every, just... all, all anyone can hear is ringing in your ears. Yeah. I'm going to send you a remarkably terrible photograph. I'm going to uh, get back, hurry back towards, um, um, hurry back towards Maynard on account of I'm basically fine. <laughs> you just got knocked down a bit bruised. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm currently at 55 out of 58 hit points. <laughs> Wait, what? I had a, I had a pause and I, I had a pause and I caught my breath. Oh, yes. Oh, you, yes, you did your insta heal thing. I was like, I'm sure your deduction is 10. <laughs> what? Um, I actually only rolled a one on my thing. It was possible I was going to. I was. Pro I was. I was. I was like, it's not going to heal back to full health. But I thought it'd be much funnier if I was completely unharmed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run over to Maynard, being probably the least injured person, and Maynard being probably the most injured person. Um, I mean, apart from anything else, he's probably got a skinned knee, so um, <laughs> from tripping over. Um, and I, I'm just going to do a bit of medicine and have a look and see if he's going to be going to pull through. That's an eight. I'm not sure I'm helping. <laughs> he's like covered in dust. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's bad. You don't want that. He's he's covered in dust, and you don't see any external. Well, you see you see scrapes, but not like severe external bleeding. You're like, oh yeah, he might have internal bleeding instead. Wait, that's bad, isn't it? I've talked to miners. You don't want to breathe dust. It's bad for you. I'll uh, <laughs> walk over to Maynard and sort of dust off his shoulders and uh, give him ten hit points. Um, yeah. Uh, Rail, how you doing? Uh, I think, Rail says, picking chunks of wooden barrel out of his, uh, extremities, I think, should rest for a little bit. <laughs> Maynard's still very shaken, probably in a little bit of shock. I'm, I'm sorry. She fell over. It's okay. We're all fine. We're no one died. <sighs> Good. Wait, hang on then. Sorry, I've just had a look at the thing. So I don't think I actually can have done what I Oh no, right, because cause, cause he was the last, so we're all on the same side. Yeah, you're you're all on the same level. I get it now. Sorry, I'm a bit slow. Okay. Yeah, I think we can I think we probably uh, actually fair again, we keep talking. I don't think any of us going to hear anything for a while. <laughs> I guess you, you, you're like progressively shouting these things at each other because none of you can really hear. I see some people moving the lips, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. shake, wave, wave my hands, no. Like, I'm just like, gesturing at all of us and then doing a sort of hand down on the floor, kind of patting the ground motion, and then I get get back somewhere a bit clearer of the. Of the of the biggest bits of detritus, and I sort of sort of sit myself down. Mano sort of looks the ground in a bit of confusion, and there's a couple of seconds of registering, and he goes, "Oh, oh, oh yes," and sits down. <laughs> and you sit down and take your short just... rest. By the end of which, you probably will have recovered enough hearing to get by. Mm. I tell you what, it's a real good thing we're D and D characters. I wouldn't like to do this otherwise. <laughs> no, I lost half of my hit points in one explosion. <laughs> you know, none, none of you are sufficiently low level that it would have instantly killed you. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. We disarmed the trap. 
That is what's called paladin disarming. <laughs> yeah, except that except that it would be better if I just run up and kicked the <laughs> Except that you used the wizard to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We used all of our bodies to do it. <laughs> and I could say again, see? Useful. <laughs> well, we won't, they won't have to deal with that trap when they come by then. Yeah, they'll just have to deal with, and I gesture at the, um, the geographical difficulty we've got. Considering that it is climbing up a slight, uh, slight hole, I think they'll be alright. More than a, more than a slight hole. Oh, pit, then. Oh, hang on, I think I've misread the bloody thing, like, more. I said it was going to be a terrible diagram. I did warn you about the terrible. No, it's all right. But... I'm just getting it. It's not that they're one above the other because that doesn't make sense. It's... Yeah, they're not. They're not fully vertical. They're like set back. Yeah, horizontally so as well as vertical. Back of a mountain, as as you said. But yeah, I haven't quite got. Yeah, I now see. So basically, it's we're sort of having to scramble sideways across a fairly nasty incline. Yeah. All right. It is by no means impassable, but you wouldn't want to do it at a sprint. That's okay. If it's reasonably safe going reasonably slowly on, we can just put that on the thing. Yeah. It, 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 you will be able to get your way across um, by means of careful scrambling and maybe some assistance from a, a chain, and then you'll be mm. fine. It's, it's, it's a slow-you-down problem. Um, but the real problem was the bit where you all got exploded rather than the hole it left in the road. Yeah. The hole it left in the road is an inconvenience. I mean, in some respects, you could call it a shortcut. <laughs> Technically, yes. However, most people do not like to take vertical shortcuts. Look, some people are cowards and they can't account for Actually, <laughs> what we can do is once we're off the far side, we can... We've got plenty of rope. We can let down a rope. And, and just leave it behind for future... Yeah, I'll, uh, I've got, I've got rope. Yeah, if you want to sacrifice a length of rope to the cause, you can do that. I'll do that. I'd like to, uh, under-promise and over-deliver for my clients. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Walk it off. <laughs> Climb it off. And after about... It's quite a long climb up these switchbacks. It probably takes you another 40 minutes to get to the top of this climbing section. Um, and then the road that continues on from there is less of a monotonous straight line tunnel. It winds a little bit more. Um, some of the rest stops are bigger. Um, there's a couple of places where it opens out into natural caverns Although you know that you are looking for a city and these just look like places where the road went through a cavern rather than ends. Mm. And at about the end of your day's walk, you reach an opening that might have started off as a natural opening into a cavern, but has clearly been blasted through on the other side in the caverns that they've blasted into you can see i mean you haven't you're currently standing on the road and you haven't gone to look so you can't see a lot of detail but you can see mm. that there was you know someone has been camped there in numbers okay let's go uh let's go check it out shall we sure yes 
Okay. I just need to find the right page in my notes. There it is. So what you find when you go through the wall is you are in a, another natural cavern system that resembles, to an extent, the, the, the more surface-level caverns that you found when you first came underground, which makes sense because you've been climbing for a few days even before that last steep section. You can, you know, you are in not perfectly dry caverns. There are some stalagmites. There are some some shiny sections of wall where water has, over the years, flowed down it and left a, a limestone trail behind. There are also a lot of cleared patches of floor. They're now overgrowing again with lichen, but they were leveled out to make them sleeping places or staging places. There are the marks of campfires. There are sooty patches. There is a, a general scattering of litter, broken bits and pieces, a, a boot with a huge hole in it that someone has discarded, things like that. And here and there on the wall, on the, on the walls, because this is not a single cavern, there are various blazons and crests that have been just painted up straight onto the rock. Oh. Uh, and you recognize, um, I mean, you recognize the style in general as being these are drow crests, and you would recognize a handful of the markings among them as families from Kemadosh. I'm going to walk over and sort of let everybody wander around and do what, whatever everybody else is doing. Um, and I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to take out my, my notebook and sort of sketch those down um, as, much as, I, as much as I can. Okay. It, it's quite a big campsite, and to be sure that you've gone around all of it and noted down all of the crests, um, it's probably going to take you an hour or so. Okay. Unless somebody stops him, Rill's going to go off and do that for a while. Okay. In where... We must be getting pretty close and not I'm not gonna begrudge an hour or so. It'll just be a minute. Well calls lyingly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest of you, are you also exploring or are you sort of settling down to wait for real? I want to explore. I also mm. want to explore. Cool. Uh I haven't brought around if everyone else is having a prod around. So various of you will find on your wanderings, um you will find not exactly a well, but a place where a small stream sort of... There's enough water coming down the side of the cavern in one place that where a basin has been carved at the base of the wall, that has filled up with water that then flows away and has started carving itself a little stream channel across the floor. So that looks very much as a oh, we have found water flowing into this cave and we would like some, so we've built a thing to gather it in something of a hurry, is what that looks like to you. Um, you see various crests painted on the walls, things like there's one that is three daggers, there's one that is an arrow, but the fletchings are broad oak leaves, uh, rill in your collection of, of these crests. 
you do find one that is two ferns and an elvish footprint. Oh, I'll pay um, particular attention to that one. And out on its own, its own separate piece of paper from everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, and all of you will see, um, as you are exploring, there is a mural painted on the wall of one cavern. It's quite a big mural. Um, not very delicately done. Um, probably done at speed. Uh, it's a mural of a drider, which I don't know if anyone but Rill would recognize. You're free to if you'd like to. Uh, that is... It's a person, but from below the waist, they're a giant spider. And it's painted about life-size, which means the spider legs span 10 or 15 feet, and then there's a person-sized person. Because have you seen a spider's legs in proportion to its body? They have a lot of leg. Uh, the drider is, has got a long knife in one of their human hands and a ball of green light in the other. And piled at the base of the mural is a small heap of soot and ash and if you look closely at that at that pile of ash you will see it's got a kind of greasy texture and there's little fragments of bone in amongst the ash at the base of that mural well that's terrifying could yeah. i make some sort of religion check you could you could make exactly a religion check yeah uh yeah can i make would i just know who this is or would i have to make one too I think you would probably know what this is, but we'll see what Trick rolls. Okay. I've come up with a 20. Oh yeah, Ooh. Trick also knows who this is. Um, this is representative of, at least, it probably isn't... This probably is not, in fact, the deity itself. However, this is very clearly representative of uh, that which waits, which is a drow god that doesn't really have a proper name. It's only got epithets. And it is the, the god of ambushes and disasters and striking, mm -hmm. you know, of horrible things in the darkness and long-legged beasties. The sorts of things that before, that where the proper verb is before. Yes, exactly. And um, Rill would know that when a drow is particularly beloved of that which waits, sometimes they are blessed by being turned into a drider. This is a weird split in time, isn't it? Because after the wars started, but before that god has fallen. Yeah. I don't really know how to feel about that which waits. Um, I'm sure there's a place for it. <laughs> I feel like the general approach to that which waits is slight relief that it's dead and you don't have to worry about whether it's supposed to be one of the good ones now. Mm. The sort of god that one propitiates. <laughs> You're the sort of god that makes the drow terrifying, even if you're not currently fighting them. Mm. Oh, I've seen if... murals to them before. If that's mm. that which waits, I suppose perhaps they use this place as a point of ambush, maybe? Point of repair. Looks like an ambush. I'd say this is more them making an offering before they make their assault. Oh, that makes sense. I, do you think there are any of those things down here anymore? What, more of the whites and such? No, the he gestures at the mural. Not, obviously, the god, but I mean, the drider. I oh. Oh. Not, uh, unless 
something odd has happened, they'd, they'd be in a city, of course. They're blessed. Right. The thought still does echo through the mind. <laughs> Could be anything waiting around these corners. Mm-hmm. And spiders can climb. That's unsettling. Well, while everybody is exploring, Rilla's also going to um, light some incense for in front of the mural, just out of respect. Mm-hmm. Coils of smoke from where you've pushed the end of the incense stick into the ash pile. Uh, and he's going to, at some point, take a piece of chalk and on a clear patch of wall is going to uh, put down the Dotral um, crest somewhere. Okay, I will remind you that you already found it. Yes. Just a, 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 just a small one, like just off to the side somewhere. Just, okay, just an, another copy of it. Hmm? I think you were here too? Yeah. Okay, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying to you is that, you, is that when you found, you, you found the Dotral crest, so it is already amongst the crests on the walls. Are, are you making another yeah. copy? Are you no, it's adding fine. to the it's, one that's there? No, I'll just, it's fine. I'll leave it. I'll just do the incense thing. You, you are welcome to, to also draw on the wall. I just want to understand whether you're making another copy or adding to the one that's there. No, I, um, I don't think I will, actually. I'll just... Uh, the incense and all that. So you take out your chalk and you sort of find a patch of wall and you stand there for a minute turning the chalk over in your fingers and thinking and looking at the patch of wall and thinking about the crest that you have already seen in these caverns and eventually you just put the chalk back in your pocket. I'm I'm maybe kind of standing back watching watching real give up offerings to that which, uh, that which waits, and just thinking, firstly thinking, I mean, who? Actually, no, you know what? I think once, once you sort of, you know, move, once you move away, I might walk up to you and just say, who listens to the prayers of that which waits these days, you think? I don't know. Maybe the other drow gods get them instead. I'm not sure. Or maybe it's just... Out into the aether. I'm not. I don't know. There's um there's a lot of questions about that in the in the drow temples, where those prayers go to. But nobody has any answers for certain. This place is giving me the willies. Let's move. Come on. <laughs> Might be able to make this time. Thought we have to rest again. Okay. Yeah. City proper, I think. You are, you are getting pretty tired. You have been walking kind of a day's walk. Um, so as you're trying to make progress, you're also kind of looking for somewhere better to camp than here. Mm. Making make, route finding from here is, is somewhat more difficult because as you advance out of these, this, this small collection of, of cabins that makes up this staging post, you can't find a single clear route to follow what you find is that in the honeycomb of caverns from here forwards there has been fighting and there has been fighting in quite a lot of the caverns and you're finding skeletons usually in twos or threes often quite smashed up 
So not like they fell and then were left undisturbed where they fell. You're, you're quite often finding them almost sort of completely scattered across a cavern floor. But it adds up to maybe two or three in a given place. There are scars in the rock where sometimes people have broken through the rock, but sometimes just trick in particular. You, you know the distinctive look, although you're more used to it in trees, of I swung the axe at your head and I missed and hit what was behind you. Mm. And working out what constitutes towards the city and what is just a place people ended up while they were stalking each other um, is, is proving somewhat of a challenge. So you're moving more slowly, you're making less direct progress than you could on the road. And you're starting to see will-o'-wisps again. Not huge numbers and not behaving aggressively, but you are seeing those distant, floating, flickering lights that you remember from before the bridge. I don't like any of this. We can't... Will is basically so tense that he's vibrating in place as we slowly pick our way forward. I think as we're walking, I kind of start humming and then singing just The river is flowing, flowing, flowing The river is flowing down to the sea It's a cradle, really. But it's just, it fits nicely and around. It's just a sort of sort of campfire song as well just like something to and it's much more cheering to hear than just your footsteps on the stone my mother carry me a child i will always be my mother carry me down to the sea never actually seen the sea you're not missing much fair enough i'm kind of curious ember do you join in no, I think Ember is feeling very sobered and not particularly in the mood for singing. That's, um, I think Trick, for their part, is just unsettled and trying to ward that away. Yeah. I think Ember is just reflecting on how much violence there's there has been in this space and how many lives were lost and just sort of overwhelmed by um overwhelmed by the sheer numbers of everything as you're picking your way through these caverns and you're really starting to get tired and feeling like you you should be camping you you come out into the the floor of this cavern is some way below your feet and you've come out partway up the wall and there is a ramp off to your left which looks actually partly natural down to the main floor of the cavern but you're standing on what's almost a balcony looking out into the floor of the place maybe 10 feet below your feet and you stop when you come into the cavern and just look because as you come in you can hear the sound of steel on steel. You can hear weapons, you can hear fighting, but it is only weapons and armor. There's no voices. 
the footsteps have this dry clanging quality and you stop and look and on the bridge over the river you fought whites you fought desiccated undead creatures still wearing their armor still carrying their weapons and in the cavern below you there are two groups of whites and they're fighting each other you can see three slightly taller figures slenderer in armor of blues and purples and blacks that you recognize as the shapes that the drow would give to their armor and on the other side the blocky sturdy figures of dwarves are fighting them and both of these groups are dead have been dead for decades and they're still going at each other this is horrifying what, what, what can we do what do we do can we do anything i don't know if there's anything to do i'd keep real well out of sight one thing is there any way that we can see to get around that bridge into ta- into the city you you can't you're you're not at the gates of the uh, at the edge of the city yet this is just one of the caverns in this extensive honeycomb that you're picking through um it would probably be difficult to get across the floor of this cavern without them noticing you but you are 90 percent sure you could find another route if you looked i mean i think this is all a bit above my uh, pay grade so to speak so if we don't we don't have to deal with them oh but it's i mean i know if we had any um, should put them to rest but i have anything big enough don't know if we'd be overrun if we interrupted i mean i don't want to join this war i don't want to be a part of it i'm even if they're already technically dead i don't we're all already a part of it we could try diplomacy Bill is looking at Trick and Ember as if they have grown a third eye. I mean... I don't think you can diplome with undead. I don't know. Mm, not the mindless kind. Intelligent. And besides, I say kind of brightening up as something occurs to me, I mean, we, we've got... We've got... We've got legal grounds. <laughs> legal grounds? Look, you can't tell me, right, that, that I come from a culture which is, you know, the vaguely the vaguely Nordic one and not expect me to try to litigate with the undead. <laughs> Finest <laughs> tradition. <laughs> um, well, I mean... Can speak with them. They, they, are yeah. in violation, they are in violation of the treaty. Well, laughs a little bit and it's barely... Barely even a noise. He looks like he's barely not crying. We can can speak with him uh, if we can get close enough. Uh, I do not want to fight them, and I fear that if we get close enough, if we draw their attention, that is our only way forward. Yeah, I get that. We could find a way around, I guess. Can we? We could. 
I think we can. I suppose they're not going anywhere. Tragic, really. Well, it's a wicked world. We can let... When we... Hmm. Perhaps we can let a more experienced priest know Mm. and they could put them to rest respectfully. The only way that I know how to put them to rest is to re-kill everyone. Yeah, maybe maybe this is something to to mark up then. I say latching onto the option that doesn't involve having to confront it anymore. <laughs> I think Trick's sort of at their limit for um confronting the horrors of death and war. <laughs> okay. Alright, we'll we'll put that on the map and Go around for now. And as you back away and start looking for other routes through this honeycomb, even when you know you've left them behind, you can still hear in the back of your mind the clash of weapons. You've been listening to Come Out and Play, an all-trans real play project. You can check us out at comeoutandplay.games or follow us on Twitter at CAOPcast. And remember, if you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you don't enjoy our show, please share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is our best way to grow. One, two, three. The river is flowing, flowing, flowing. The river is flowing. Down to the sea My mother carry me A child I will always be My mother carry me Down to the sea The river is flowing Flowing, flowing The river is flowing Down to the sea My mother carry me A child I will always be my mother carried me down to the sea. My mother carried me a child I will always be. My mother carried me down to the sea.